What if, and I don't, but let's pretend that, you know, I was some local, let's say, I don't know, a flower company or something, and I'm a local florist, and and I'm like, I want to create a a, a business profile for every single city (laughs) in the state. I'm sure there's people that do that, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There sure are. What are your thoughts on that? And is is things like that again, what what are some thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I consult with a lot of big enterprises and franchises that think like this, by the way. So, um, yeah, it, and it is human nature to say, well, if I'm going to get this Google business profile, then how come I'm not showing up over here? My competitors are. So I'm just going to do another one because guess what? They've got 10, but they only have one shop but they've got 10 Google business profiles. I'm going to do the same damn thing, right? And I'm going to put the keyword of the the city name in my business name too. So it'll be Jim's Flowers of San Diego. Yes. Um, We also offer poinsettias. No. So it's it's human nature to follow, follow, basically. Also, there's a lot of bad advice out there too. The guidelines state, however, that you have one business, one Google business profile, one address, one phone number. Okay. And you have one legal entity, more importantly. So, um, I mean, like I have a customer that does, you know, dry cleaning and they open up a physical location in every single city. Well, guess what? They can have a Google business profile because they have a physical location, which is staffed during business hours in each of those locations. The florist, eh, they're probably doing delivery. So they probably have one location and they wouldn't have multiple. So by putting up different locations, what people will do is they'll set them up at their home, PO boxes, virtual offices, things like that. And these links are all against the guidelines. And the way I say it, look at it as this, and the way I like to talk about it is this, is how important is your business to you? Are you looking to sell in five years? Are you looking to give to your kids? Are you, is it a lifestyle business for you? Do you want to continue to grow? Do you care if your business is online in five years? And if the answer is it yes. sounds like Matt Cutts from years ago. <laughs> right? Uh, this we're is, getting old. We're sounding like Matt Cutts now. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but, but the thing of it is, is this, is that by not adhering to the guidelines and becoming a, an abusive player, basically, mm-hmm. then Google has the right to shut you down. And on top of that, they have the right to never let you back. I know you're not supposed to use virtual offices Correct. for your address. I know that for service-based companies, you do have an option to now uh, set the area yeah. you are servicing. Yeah. So what are the best practices with in, without uh, breaking the rules because i know the location is number one ranking factor in local rankings so what are the best practices when it comes to um, making sure you are found by your uh, local clients or mm-hmm. people who are going to that area or people who live nearby 
without mm -hmm. breaking the rules. Fact is that they, they can legally and validly provide a service there, but what choice do they have inside the uh, Google profile dashboard to kind of signal that to Google into their target customers that they can in fact help them in that area even though they don't have an address there? Yeah, good question. Good question. Horrible answer. Good question. So the first uh, the, the first reason why it's a horrible answer is, is that um, I'll just dispel a myth really quickly. Most people believe that or merchants believe that if they add a service area that they're going to rank in that service area. So they might be in San Diego, but they'll put in Orange County instead because they're like, oh, I'm going to rank in Orange County and I'm going to kick ass and do great, lots of business out here and whatever. Uh, the answer is no, that doesn't work. Um, adding a service area is a visual designation only. It is a text designation on mobile because it says like service areas, right? And that's coming to desktop eventually. But uh, otherwise it just draws the polygon. So, you know, um, great little test example that I have of this or I did of this is for years, I left the service area for steady demand from Austin to Phoenix. It was killer. I did it by putting in three cities, basically Austin, Phoenix, and the city in the middle of Texas. Uh, so I had this like line. <laughs> it was like 500 miles long, 200 miles long, whatever it was. Um, obviously, this is not my service area, right? It was a test. I didn't have ranking anywhere except mm. for right where our corporate office is, which is in Texas, Austin. So that's where I rank. Um, so even though I'm in Phoenix, it doesn't matter, right? You know, obviously, because like you said, accurately, the address controls your ranking. So uh, service areas are out, visual only, okay? For now, at least. Uh, it's been that way for years. It's probably going to be that way for years because they can't figure it out. So the only thing that you can do is create location pages on your website, okay? This is, not again, not going to help you rank, but it'll help you rank organically at least. Um, and then the next step, unfortunately, logical step is going to be opening new locations. Just because you do service in that area is not enough, by the way. You actually do need to have a physical hole in the wall, something to have an address. And no, you can't use a virtual office. You can't be using UPS. You can't be using FedEx. None of these things are viable and or allowed. You know, and, and yeah, I mean, you have to have a lot of legal documentation to go with that. It's not a cheap exercise, um, but you know, usually you can tell whether an area is going to be good or not. And what I recommend is get short-term lease, get a month to month. Might be a little bit more expensive to begin with, but it's more expensive than signing a one-year lease. <laughs> Service-based businesses are very difficult for Google to figure out is what it comes down to. Because you could say that you're servicing all these areas, but actually you're just doing it to collect leads. I can see a day, mm -hmm. make a small prediction. Okay. This is probably a prediction that's like five years out, by the way, not a, yep. not a next year thing. I think personally that, well, I, A, I know for a fact that service area based businesses are treated almost like a second class when it comes to Google Maps. Um, because a storefront with an address is very easy to figure out ranking wise for Google for service area based businesses. Man, again, not so much, right? Because there's a lot of different variables there from an intent, you know, to discovery. And so um, I think 
that in the next five years that the Google local services ads and system that they use will supplement, if not replace, what a service area-based business profile is. Um, simply because the discovery mechanism that they have is superior. And also there have been uh, public experiments where that show the search interface for something which is called the local categorical finder, which in this SEO space we call the local finder. And that's when you click on see more businesses underneath three pack. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you go into there and it goes slash local services which will show two local service ads on the top. And then the remaining are service area based businesses. And you can change the service area to find different businesses. Mm -hmm. So that's where I think it's going. Um, separating out desktop from, I'm sorry, storefront from service area based business. Mm -hmm.